What is up and welcome to This Week in Golf. And you would think it's December. There's nothing to talk about in the golf world. But oh, you'd be wrong. There's so much happening. It's making people's heads spin. Yeah, you might not be able to play golf right now. But uh, the pros are playing. Scotty Scheffler just won the Hero Golf Championship. The Hero World Challenge, maybe? In uh, That's Tiger's tournament. So Tiger is back. So a lot's happened in the last week. Uh, Tiger's back. He uh, played in his tournament with 20 people. He got 19th place. But at least he was able to play and finish the round. So that's a positive in the right direction. Always good for golf when Tiger is playing. The USGA has decided they're going to roll the golf ball back. We'll get into that. Uh, John Rahm is going to live. Not official yet, but it's certainly looking like it. And let's just talk about live in general. There's a lot of live news out there. So here we go. Let's get started. Um, I think the biggest kind of news that a lot of people aren't aware of right now, unless you're kind of in the golf Twitter space, is all that's happening with live and the USGA. So let's start with live. So this last summer, the PGA Tour and live said they'll have a framework agreement, which was basically a uh, an agreement to make a deal. And then they put a deadline of December 31st. So like, I don't know, today is the 7th. So three weeks from now, they're supposed to have a deal in place. But all kinds of things have happened since then. The, the here, let's break it down. There's a board of directors. The board of directors is six people on the board of the PGA. And then there's six player representatives. And the players got pissed when the, when the initial announcement came out because it went behind the players' back. So the players um, got their act together, we'll say, and they got Tiger on the board. Number one, they got Tiger on the board. So that was six and six, six players, six uh, executives, we'll call them. But one of these executives quit. And, you know, he cited, oh, I, I can't be involved in this deal because of the Saudis and blah, blah, blah. So there's only five seats there on that side. And there's six player seats. And then they filled one of them with Tiger, the most powerful player in golf. So they already have a voting advantage, five to six. Now, I haven't looked at the details and the bylaws and everything like that, but it looks like the players are now trying to change the bylaws so that they have more power. So, but if you think about this, there's six players. Oh, wait, wait, one more item. Rory McIlroy was one of the players, but he backed out. He, he came out, he, he got off the deal. And then he had some choice words to say about Cantlay, Patrick Cantlay. And now it appears as though uh, after today's news as Cantley's calling the shot. They say Cantley's calling the shots on the player's side right now. So you got Patrick Cantley, you have Tiger Woods, Rory left, they backfilled that position with Jordan Spieth, Charlie Hoffman, and I forget a few of the, uh, the other um, two on the board, but th that's the player side. And then Tiger has this guy, I think it's his business partner, 
and I forget his name right offhand, but he's somehow involved in it as well. So he's like advising the players or he's on their side. But now there's this open board seat, which makes me ask, and maybe someone out there can fill me in or I'll look it up later and get back to you. But if you have an open board seat, usually a board seat is filled by a vote of the board, which would require a majority. And the players have the majority. Right now, they have a six to five advantage because there's an open seat. So I don't think you can vote for the open seat. So that's a six to five advantage. And if the players are smart, long pause, if they're smart, they will put a stooge in on that seventh seat. So they have a seven to five advantage on all votes going forward. We'll see if that happens. But anyways, nonetheless, here we are three weeks out from an agreement. There's no agreement in place. There's either going to be an agreement or there's not going to be an agreement. Now, and either way, for all you people that think Liv's going away, it's going nowhere. Liv is here to stay. They have too much money invested in it. And so if there's a deal, great. PGA Tour and Liv coexist. And if there isn't, I guess it's going to be what it is now. Although the PGA Tour is out of money. So they have to take on another investor. One way or the other, the PGA has to take on another investor. And that brings us to the latest news, which is John Rahm, the number one player in the world. I didn't think he was a player a year because I thought Hovland overall won throughout the year. But Rahm won the Masters. He won four times this year. He won the American Express. He won at Riviera. The guy was on fire. and Oh, and he led the European Ryder Cup team to a victory, chipped in, did it all. He's the man. Now, rumor is, we're expecting it announced either today or tomorrow that he's going to live. And it's like a five or a $600 million deal, or maybe it's a $300 million deal, plus they're giving him a team. And as we all know, these teams have some value to them now, and they'll continue to have more and more value to them. So that's what's happening. So, you know, whether this, it's, it'll be interesting to see what comes out, and we'll, I'll come on next week and talk about it. But, you know, will we have a deal? Will the deal be with Liv? Rom's already going over there, so they're already losing players left and right. And something I've been saying before, and I'll say it again, is like, if you think about the value of the PGA Tour, what is the value of the PGA Tour? Well, they're very good at throwing golf tournaments. They have about, I don't know, 30 or 40 golf tournaments a year, and they're very good at that. But those golf tournaments, they have to provide a purse, and they need sponsors to provide that purse. So those tournaments, although valuable, they're not really that valuable without a sponsor. And they do a lot of good for the local community, not, not throwing any shade there. But the value that the PGA has is the television deals, the rights to broadcast on NBC, ABC, and all the others. They don't have a piece of the Masters. They don't have a, the U.S. Open is by the USGA. The uh, RNA runs the, the British Open, the Open. And then the Masters Committee runs the Masters. So, so the PGA Championship, I guess they do have one major. And then they have a lot of properties, uh, golf properties, TPC properties. So those are, you know, physical, physical assets. Now, Live, on the other hand, doesn't have a TV deal. So they don't have that value per se. But what Live did is they just bought a bunch of people, uh, bought a bunch of talent. So they got the talent and they got them on like three-year deals. So... That, there's value in that, right? I don't know how you 
see the value, but obviously you see the value of if people come to tournaments because they want to see the top players. And let's make no mistake about it. Liv has, you know, if we were to take golf two years ago and take all the players and split them down the middle of, you know, the, the highest talented top 20 and then the field, Liv has just as many now as the PGA does, even though they're cooking the books on this ranking system. The One World Golf Ranking System which last month decided that they're not going to count live points, points in live tournaments. It's only 54 holes instead of 72 holes. They can't get there. It's all politics. It's, it's the one world golf ranking system is the USGA, the Masters, the PGA, and the RNA. And they want to keep live out of it, even though they're trying to make a deal with them. So if they make a deal with them, they're going to have to somehow allow those players or have live versus PGA. A lot of live players are probably going to, more players will probably be able to go to the Masters and the U.S. Open. But as it stands now, this one world golfing rank, and they might as well be called the cock blockers of golf because that's what they're doing. They're, they're the old school cock blockers. Okay, that's what they're doing. So one world golf ranking. And so that's kind of where things stay. We'll see how it plays out in the next few weeks, but just lining it up. Just lining up the pins so you can knock them down. Form your own opinion, but live ain't going anywhere. Sorry. Finally, I don't know if you heard or not, but the RNA, the Royal and Ancient, which is the basically the USGA of Europe or England or wherever the heck they're from, and uh, the USGA have been talking about it. I did a podcast on it, I think in April or May, last April or May, about they were calling it bifurcation, which they wanted a separate ball for like the PGA guys to use at events because the golf ball is going too far. It's not the equipment. It's not the equipment. It's just the golf ball. <laughs> Nobody said we need to change the equipment or make the club shorter or not have a gigantic driver head. No, they went after the ball. So what they did this week that they announced is that, the, um, that they are going to roll back the golf ball not in a bifurcation, not just for the pros and the PGA events, but for everyone, starting in 2028, the ball will be rolled back. Your golf ball is going to go 20 yards shorter. 20 yards shorter. Oh, they say it's only 5%, but it's going to be 20 yards. And let's face it, we're not good at golf. You know, I'm pretty good, single-digit handicapper, but I don't feel I'm good at golf. Hell, I'm 50 years old. Yep. 50 years old now. I can't hit the ball as far as I used to. And so now they're saying they're going to roll the ball back on me and they're going to take more distance away from me. I think not. And my new thing is defund the USGA. If you're a member of the USGA and you don't believe in the golf ball rollback, by all means, cancel your membership, send them a letter and let them know why you're canceling your membership. It's silly. Today, Titleist came out. They're very against it. I think that we'll see if this thing actually happens. I mean, quite honestly, I don't really see it going through. Well, I see a couple of things going happening. Number one, I don't see it going through. Uh, it's not going to take effect till 2028. There's going to be so much him and hawn and back and forth that I believe that that'll get quashed. The other thing is... You, you can't, I mean, it's three years away. Here's the other thing. You, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Do you think that I 
am going to get a hit a golf ball that goes 20 yards less than it currently goes right now. No. I am going to play a Pro V1 until they stop making them. And then once they stop making them, I'm going to call some people up and I'm going to start a company making golf balls with the Pro V. I'm just going to take the patent and keep making the ball. Put a different logo on it. In fact, Titleist is probably just going to do that. Probably just like make a sub brand Titleist and it'll go, it'll be the old Pro V1 and then they'll make the new ball. So that's what's going to happen with that. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, these guys hit the ball too far. Oh, the game is getting too easy. Trust me when I tell you, when you watch a PGA Tour event, that it all comes down to the back nine on Sunday. Doesn't matter if it's the Travelers Championship. Doesn't matter if it's the Masters, the U.S. Open, whoever plays the best on Sunday. And I'm talking about hitting greens and hitting it close enough to the hole and chipping and making it and making putts under pressure. That's the person who wins. It's not the guy or the person that's hitting it 330 yards off the tee. Okay, look at Rory. He, Rory is the longest hitter on the tour by eight yards. He averages about 335 yards a drive. He wins. He's in the top 10, top five, you know, but he hasn't won a major in a long time. He only wins like maybe once, twice a year at the most. So, don't, you know, and all these guys hit it far. It comes down to who plays the best. Check the scoring averages over the last 30 years, 40 years. People are still shooting. They were shooting 68 and 67 back then too. So it's not a it's not an issue of of the length. It's just I don't know why I don't know why these people have to just like stick their nose and get involved in things. It's that are just like not good optically. Golfers aren't going to like that. Oh yeah, you'll get your purists out there. Oh, it goes too far and. Ugh. But that's like 10% of the people. So they should stick to, I don't know, more constructive stuff. Anyways, that's where we stand with something. But I will tell you this. This live, this USGA, the RNA, Tiger being back. There's plenty of plenty to talk about in golf, even in December. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf VPN.